Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Colts Cast. My name is Eric Smith, one of the two hosts for the podcast. Alongside me, I have Jamal Lawrence here. What's up, man? Not too much. We're here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. Um, just a quick note, please be sure to follow us on Twitter. It's at the Colts cast. Brand new Twitter made for a brand new podcast. Um, but yeah, how are you doing tonight, Jamal? Man, I'm doing pretty good. It's been raining up here in Indianapolis all day long, but you know, it's, it is, I guess, a little better than that heat you guys are getting down south, huh? Oh, it's brutal down here with the humidity and all that. But, uh, no, it, it, it's fine. Walked my dog today. Uh, he liked it out there. It, it, it doesn't get too bad until it gets up to the 90s. That's, that's when I start sweating. Yeah, I know we're going to get up to the, I don't know, I think the 80s here next week. So we got a little heat wave. I think you guys sending it up our way. But, you know, I, I think my dog, he'll like it out there too. He, he enjoys sitting on the patio when it's like this, but he may not like it too much more once it gets too hot. I gotcha. So for the first episode of the Colts cast, we're going to talk about the 2022 NFL draft in regards to the Indianapolis Colts. So as you all know, the draft was last week. The Colts had the number 53 overall, number 73, number 77, number 96, number 159, and number 193, and number 216 overall picks. Um, that accounted for one pick in the second round, three picks in the third round, one pick in the fifth, two picks in the sixth, and one pick in the seventh. So today on this episode, we're going to discuss all eight of those picks and how they fit into the Colts offense and defense this year. Um, two trades happened. Uh, the Colts traded down from number 42 and number... I think it's 122, and they got number 53, 77, and 192. Uh, I guess they didn't see anyone at 42 they liked, or they believe they could have got them way back. Got some more picks. The Colts trade up from number 179 and a 2023 third-round pick to get the number 96 pick. So we're going to talk about the first pick, um, and that's going to be Alec Pierce. And Jamal, what do you think about this pick? Yeah, you know, I mean, Alec Pierce, first it goes without saying, as everyone knows, you know, the the wide receiver core, it was tough last year. Um, you know, we all know Pittman was the man who came out, had a thousand yard season and everyone else kind of didn't put too much into the game due to injuries or just all around. Not a not a good year for them. So I was excited to see Alec <laughs> Paris Pierce. Campbell, you know, so we had injuries with Paris Campbell, injuries with T.Y. Hilton. Uh, you know, and a lot of a lot of the work is given to Molly Cox as well as Jonathan Taylor. So I was really excited to see that we we're going to have Alec Pierce come into this this year at the number fifty three pick uh, out of Cincinnati. You know, looking at his stats, twenty twenty one played fourteen games at fifty two catches, eight hundred eighty four yards, and eight touchdowns. And what stands out to me most about that is his height. I mean, he's a tall guy. I believe he's six three. Um, you know, that's awesome. You when we look yep. at our receivers Six, like three. Pittman. Yeah. When we look at receivers like Pittman, he's a tall receiver. When we look at people like Paris Campbell, I think he comes in at six foot even. We look at T Y, he comes in at five ten. Uh, you know, so 
we need we need somebody tall to be in the game. We need someone who's not afraid to go up and get the ball. Uh, so I'm really excited to have another young guy on the field who's kind of gung ho, ready to go out there and catch some passes. What do you feel about him? Yeah, I think he's going to be a deep ball guy for the Colts. Um, I think uh, he plays very physically. Um, like you said, 6'3", he weighs 211, only 33 inches. I mean, he, he's he got some intriguing uh, physical traits. I, I would definitely have to say. Um, I It looks like a lot of people think he's going to be that down-the-field guy. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that, but um, basically try to mismatch them on, you know, just like a fade route or something. But uh, I, I like the pick. Uh, I think I, I think the only other guy I would say the Colts maybe could have drafted was Sky Moore. Um, I believe he was there. Uh, but no, yeah, at red zone value, I think he'll add. Um, he can be that number two guy that lines up on the opposite end of Michael Pittman. So, so yeah, I do like the pick. Um, I know a lot of people are comparing him to Jordy Nelson. Do you agree with that comparison? Yeah, I do agree with that comparison. I, I, mean, I definitely think that's fair. You know, a big guy who's not afraid to go up and get the ball, you know, and kind of go across the middle and, and put himself out there. You know, I, I think, I think one thing that we have to, maybe develop or maybe kind of see if he picks up during his time, you know, in training camp and in his first, you know, his rookie season into his sophomore season is if he can become more of a yards at the catch receiver. Cause I know, you know, he's not very big on, on yards after the catch, but I know he can go up for it. So I, I, I do think comparing him to Jordy is a pretty fair comparison. I gotcha. Yeah. I, I, I do agree with that. I, I saw another comparison was Donovan people's Jones. Uh, from the Cleveland Browns, but I, I, yeah, I, I could see him as a Jordy 2.0. Uh, you know, he, I'm pretty sure Alec Pierce, he, he rarely dropped passes, uh, in college and he's that guy that's going to go up for those 50, 50 throws and you're, you're going to be able to get that ball to him. Um, don't know. He, he seems like an average route runner to me, but, um, he has good speed. So yeah, it's, it's like the, I, I, I like the Jordy Nelson comparison. So, Overall, um, what grade would you give this pick? I'd definitely give him an A. We we needed an a, a. We yeah, we needed a receiver, and I, I think he'll definitely fit the bill for what we need. Yeah, so I thought the Colts at in the second round was going to take uh, one of the picks we were going to talk about today, um, but they didn't. So they they I know Colts fans really like this pick, wide receiver. We needed one. They jumped right to it. I think they got a good guy. Um, okay, let's let's move on to the second pick the Colts picked up, Jelani Woods. I know you like him. Yeah, you know I like Jelani. I I love the tight end position. You know, um, it, it's it's such an important one. And of course, Jack Doyle's no longer here, uh, so Mo Ali Cox had to really step up. You know, he, which he he played well during the back half of the season, and he definitely knows that is his calling now. But man, I tell you what, Jelani Woods, we look at him. This guy's a monster. Six seven two fifty three. You know, ran a four six one and Insane. a six nine. Six nine three and a three cone drill. I mean, <laughs> what what more would you want? I 
I know that, you know, that Mo is in front of him as well as Granson, but I really think he has a chance to kind of step up and maybe even take the number two spot. Does he take, you know, tight end one? I don't think so, but I think he has a great opportunity to come in and maybe even kind of push for the number two spot or at least use him in the red zone with a big body like that, whether he's a blocker or he's going up, you know, for a quick little red zone pass. I'm excited to see what what he does for us. Right. He's freakishly athletic i i think he is the most uh the most athletic tight end in this year's draft i think by far um i do feel like he's a little bit raw i i believe he he was a quarterback in high school um but he he transitioned to tight end uh, in college but man six seven two fifty three i mean he was just carved from from marble or stone, just something. It, it, he is a, a freak of nature. So I, I think this was the Colts' best pick, just from an upside standpoint. I, I don't, I don't know any other pick that is going to have as much upside as as someone with this, this, this much just athletic talent around him. Uh, I mean, I saw some of his clips at Virginia. It it seems like a nightmare for, for a lot of defenses to face up. And you you know, you've watched Matt Ryan with the Falcons. You know how he likes to put his tight ends on. Exactly. Like Tony been, Gonzalez. Gonzalez, going to say he's been doing it since Gonzalez Austin Hooper. Feeding them. Kyle Pitts last year. We, we only Feeding got one them. year of that. But, I mean, yeah, we're, we're talking. He, he sets up tight ends well. So, we'll, we'll see what he does with that. But this is my personally my favorite pick. Uh, Jelani Woods, he has the potential to be, could be the best tight end in the class. Just overall athleticism, uh, speed, just it, it, it could be a weapon right out the gate for for the new quarterback, Matt Ryan. All right, we can move on to our third pick, Bernhard Raymond. We'll be back after a quick break. If, if you look really well at the revenues of the different clubs and so on, like AC Milan uh, has had uh, a kind of dark time of uh, around yeah. the decade, right? You know, we, we kind of, uh, 15 years ago, we were leveled with Man United in terms of revenues, uh-huh. uh, Madrid and Barca, right? Sure. Like they've all taken off. They've all really developed commercially. AC Milan kind of stayed pretty much flat in terms of revenues until like three years ago, the new kind of leadership team, Came on board and started looking at things in a in a in a different way. So we also acknowledge, you know, we 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 have a lot to do, uh, a lot. Yeah, another good this one. Is, uh, another right. great one. This is who I thought the Colts were going to draft in round two. At yeah, I said you 42. called this. Yeah, you called yep. this pick. You... I I saw a lot of mocks taking him. I I thought he was a good fit uh to replace uh the left tackle that left what's his name it was it eric fisher eric fisher yeah yeah eric fisher um that that's what i thought so uh another guy who's who's pretty freakishly athletic um i'm i'm pretty sure he's pretty raw at his position too right yeah, yeah, and you know what I like most about him, you know, again, going back to the tight end position, he played tight end. He was a tight end before he was a tackle. He's only been a tackle for two years, and going back to what you're saying with athleticism, 
you know, the, these guys, they're nimble. They know how to move. First off, when you look at all the all linemen here in this day and age, I mean, they're all beasts, you know, 300 plus and, and moving, moving like a ballerina on the field. So then you take someone who has like the, the really good footwork, like Raymond, who has a tight end experience, I, I think it's an awesome deal to put him down, put the hand down in the ground, left tackle, and and just have some trust from Matt Ryan's blind side. I, I'm excited for him. Yeah, got to be the most important position on the offensive line. So will he take over uh, Matt Pryor's spot day one? I don't know, but <laughs> I think down the line, I, <laughs> I, I think uh, Bernhard Raymond will take that starting spot at some point. Um, I, I agree. I agree. And I don't know why, but I just feel like for some reason, Quentin Nelson's going to take him under the wing. And I mean, mm-hmm. once those two guys are together, I don't know. It, it could be dangerous. Quentin Nelson was all pro last year, I believe, right? Yes. Stud. Stud. Very, very good guard. Um, Yeah, I think he he has the potential to be a longtime starter at left tackle um we shall see but i like i i like how the colts are they are drafting just just pure athletic people people you can develop they're they're leaving it all to the coaches the coaching staff to hey we have this monster this this freaking nature that we can carve into whatever role we need here you go here you go reggie wayne make alec pierce a stud, you know. Exactly. That's I mean that I, I I like this approach. Not not sure if everyone does, but I I do like it. So, um I that that was my round 2 pick, so you know I like that pick. Uh moving on to Nick Cross. Nick Cross, 6 foot, 212 pounds. Um Played at Maryland, yes. Safety out, safety out of Maryland. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's very explosive. So yeah, another pretty athletic guy. I mean, he has a pretty broad frame. But yeah, he from from what I saw, he's he's very explosive. This is, I believe, the pick that uh, Chris Ballard traded up for. Yeah, it is. You know, he he's all about defense. He loves the defense. So I was not surprised to see him. You know, kind of jump the gun for somebody he liked on the opposite ball, opposite side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of Colts fans like this pick. Um, I I I guess they see that the upside is also high with Nick Cross. You know, he he has the size, he has speed, range, he has all that. Um, I, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely think I agree with that. Uh, one one of our biggest things we got beat on last year, and and it was typically during the second half of the game, is when other teams would start to come back. We were just getting beat downfield. You know, we, we were having a hard time with their safeties keeping up. And, and I think that Nick Cross will definitely bring in a new, kind of a new wave to that because he, he's good. I mean, he's he's great when it comes to uh, the two deep zone. And he he can work the safety high, you know. So I I think that he'll definitely bring an extra step or extra kick in to the game. I I don't know that he will go in as a starter, but I do foresee him getting a decent amount of playing time. I agree. Um, I know uh, Julian Blackman is coming off injury, but he was you know he's not taking Blackman's spot. Um, 
Right. I don't know about is it Rodney McLeod and Kyrie Willis? Kyrie Willis, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't know if he'll step in, you know, above those two or any of those three. I know it won't be Blackman. Yeah, I don't foresee him really stepping up in front of any of them, to be honest with you. Um, I think this year may be a year of learning for him, if anything. But I, I think that he already kind of possesses, and he's shown Ballard and and the defense uh, that he's he has what it takes. I just don't know if it's going to be a, a first year transition for him. I think it may be either. I don't know. Yeah, you, you can you can never say, but I I just feel like it may be year two for him. Well, with the Colts injury woes on defense, yeah. Yeah. he could <laughs> he could very well see himself in a starting spot. Uh, hopefully, that doesn't happen because. You know, we have some, I, I I would say some players that, you know, have ha- suffered some bad injuries. And you know, Julian Blackman, Stephon Gilmore, I know we just we just signed, but, you know, he's, he's had some injury issues. Um, I don't know if you've read up recently, but Darius Leonard, you know, he, he's had an ankle issue. That seems yeah. like it's not resolved. I know yeah. I, I don't want to get off topic here, but, yeah, it's just um, – Hopefully, you know, if the Colts stay healthy, they're just, I mean, I think availability is one of the best traits to have. So hopefully that that ends up going in our favor. Um, So now we're at the back half. Uh, We're entering round five. We draft defensive tackle Eric Johnson at a Missouri State. Jamal, what do you think about this Eric Johnson pick? Um, yeah, I know I know it's going to be hard to talk about the later picks, but what what do you think? Yeah, no, definitely, and I, I agree. It is it is a little hard, but a couple things I've read, you know, they they've been kind of comparing him to Grover Stewart. Uh, you know, Grover was definitely a standout oh, okay. player for us here this past year, uh, and honestly, you know, I, I know our D line our D line was stacked, but it wasn't really putting up what he needed to you know of course he got rid of our coach so fingers crossed and bringing in a new coach as well that'll kind of help boost the morale because I don't I don't want to so much say that the D-line was slacking you know um but anyone you're going to compare to Grover is great because like I said with him coming out I mean Quiddy Pay did up did a heck of a job this year we all know DeForest he you know smashes it every every game so to be compared to someone like Grover I, I think that's a pretty high a high um remark so I'm interested to see. Like I said, I, I didn't watch much of his film, but I feel I feel confident if they're willing to, you know, pick him up and and put him on a line with with the players we have there, they must see something in him. Yeah, we don't we don't doubt Chris Ballard. I I, I think he does well drafting, so I'm I'm not gonna doubt him. Um, hopefully, you know he he turns out to be just a a compliment to the D line. Uh, I mean, it's hard for these day three picks probably to Definitely. turn out to be a starter. You don't see a lot of starters coming out in later rounds. Sometimes you do, you know. Do you find a diamond in the rough sometimes? But we'll see. Um, I know he's an older guy. Uh, you know, I, I know with the NBA, they, they, they hate older prospects. Yeah. <laughs> but NFL is, is, is kind of the same way. They kind of, they're like, ah, he, he 25, he, 20, he 24, he... He ain't gonna be able to do it, you know. Yeah, but. 
And you know, and what I will say is one thing about that too to kind of counter that is when I think of the D the D line, that's such a rotating position. You know, if he were a 25, 24, 25 year old O lineman, I'm like, all right, you know, he's got the age on him. You know, which I'm I'm not gonna say that some of these other guys don't, because I know they're still they're still young bucks. But I definitely say with a rotating line like they have, they the youth is there. Quiddy Pay, what I don't I think he'll be 23 or 24 this year. We're bringing another guy who's going to be 24, you know. So, I I don't know. We'll see what happens. Right. Yeah. Age is nothing but a number. Um, Going on to round six, uh, we drafted Andrew Ogletree at a an, Youngstown State. Yeah, another, another tight, tight end. end. Another tight end. Another tight end. Yeah. I don't, I'm, do, we, do we need another tight end? No. No, we got three. We got three. And do I think, I, and hey, like I have, said, I, that, this is going to make four. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to make five. Is it going to make five? Am I one off? I, oh, man. I, I think so. I, I think Farad Green oh, is, yeah, is the right. four string. Yeah. Third string, four string. I, See, I, yeah, I don't I don't really know what the purpose behind that is because that that's a lot going on. You know, Jelani, we we have him. I think the rotation between Mo and and Grayson and Jelani will be good. I don't really see Ogletree fitting in well here. You know, not to speak down on him. I just don't yeah. really see the purpose of a of a, another tight end, you know. I maybe mean, though. I, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he turns out like he could be yeah, I don't know. I just carrying four or five tight ends into the season. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know how you're going to get that much. Uh, I guess they're just there strictly for depth. That, that's, yeah, that's the only way I see it. But uh, no, from what I've seen, he's 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 athletic as well. He's a good route runner. Um, I don't think he. He's not a great blocker. So if you can't block in the NFL, it's it's you ain't I mean, unless yeah. you're like amazing, you know, in the passing game, it, it's it's gonna be hard as a tight end to to fit hey, in the NFL. Exactly. And and who are you gonna be blocking for this year? The the running back leader of last year? Exactly. I mean, yeah, you gotta the yeah. the greatest of all time, Jonathan Taylor. There he is. I need to order me. You know, I think I'm gonna get me a Pittman Pittman Junior jersey. Hey, I think I'm gonna do it. Not a bad choice. Yeah, not a bad choice. I don't want to ride the wave and you know <laughs> look to the left you, and ride to me see Taylor jerseys. So I, I like to branch out a little bit. You don't want to buy a Jonathan Taylor jersey to wear to the games and buy an autograph one like I did last year. You don't want to oh, do that. Man. <laughs> I gotta see that. You haven't shown me that. Oh yeah, I'll have to show it to you. <laughs> okay. I definitely want to see that. Um let's let's get the last two picks out the way. Or last one, right? Uh no, we got two left. We we're on number six. We're on Curtis Brooks, defensive tackle out of Cincinnati. Yep, yep. Okay, number two. We got two yeah. Curtis Brooks. Okay, out of Cincinnati. What do you think about Curtis Brooks? Uh, you know, again, I, I know we're focusing on that, on the defense, Ballard. He he loves the defense and add another defensive tackle. 
uh, I, I think it helped. Again, one of the biggest struggles we had in the back half of the season was the pass rush game. We weren't able to, or in, in, in the run game, we weren't able to hold down the fort for the second half second half of the game and the second half of the season. Uh, so I, I think Ballard took really good notes, and he's bringing in the young guys. And, you know, a couple of things looking at uh, pro football focus, PFF, I know you you know all about. I mean, oh, yeah. the data, the data is there. His pass rush. The analytics rate, is there. Yeah, 19.3%. Run defense stop rate, 13.1%. Best. Pass rush grade, 90.4%. Best. True pass set grade, 92.3, the best. And the true pass set win rate, 37% best. I mean, wow. Speaks so for itself. Saying he could he could be the steal of the draft in the, in the sixth round? Yeah, sixth round pick. I think so. Wow. Okay. Does he... Uh... Does he start though? No, he he won't start. No, Not I think he'll be Stewart coming. Or Buckner. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say he'll be coming off from Buckner, but I mean, hey, he could be a force. Imagine, I, imagine you got a drive going on. You let Buck get the first six plays of that drive. You know, hopefully it doesn't go so long. But if let's uh-huh. just be realistic here, go six plays and yeah. you bring the let's young say guy they in. Moving the chains. Yeah, you bring in Brooks okay. and let him bust it up. You know, build the let the other team build the dominate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Cincinnati, they're they're a winning program. I I like to yeah. see it. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm happy about this pick now. You you got me intrigued. All right. Uh let's break it down to the last one. We got defensive back Rodney Thomas, the second out of Yale. Um round 7, so, you know, late flyer, but For sure. Um, I'm gonna let you break it down. I, you know, I'm, I, I'm happy. I'm happy we got him. Do I think hey, he's bro, gonna get it all out? Get it off your chest. If, if he's gonna, if, if I think he's gonna come in and make a heck of a difference, I don't think so. To be honest with you, I don't think so. I mean, look, we got Kenny Moore, who showed out all last year. You know, he 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 showed and people were we were right. people were scared to throw against him. Um, a couple games I saw him get a couple picks. You know, when. A, while I was at the game, so it was awesome. And then you you look at Gilmore. We brought Gilmore in, you know, shut down corner, shut down corner. We saw what he did with the Patriots. He did a great job with the Panthers. Less his injury. You know, we're not we're not worried about the quote decline, unquote. You know, he 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 still shut down corner and brings morale there. So I think that now we look at, as I was telling you before, uh, uh, people were afraid to throw at Kenny Moore, but now they have to be afraid to scare, uh, throw at. At Gilmore, so we have two great corners in there, and I'm not saying that uh, Thomas the second can't come in and do something, but I'm just so excited with what we have right now. You know, I think that he's kind of a again going back to what we said about the fourth tight end earlier, just a depth a depth person for us to make sure because we did have injuries. We can't deny that we don't have injuries. Every year we get someone uh, yeah. someone big who goes down, so you have to right. have somebody else ready. But you know, I I think that. What what we have right now, our starters. I'm excited to see it. So I'm glad we have a little bit of backup. But I'm I'm not I'm not terribly impressed with what we picked up. Yeah, the the one thing about him, I believe he converted to safety from linebacker. So that that is very interesting. It, he oh, seems yeah. to fit the we're gonna draft athletic people. Uh, yeah, narrative that I mean they're. Because his athletic traits are also very high, just like everybody else in this draft. 
with the exception of Jelani Woods, because he's just, I mean. Freak of nature. Yeah, that <laughs> athletic doesn't just describe him. But, yeah, yeah it, it seemed like, you know, a death pick. I mean, you can't. Can't whine about it. It's round seven. You know, we got to we got to get the best best available. So I I agree here, but I I did think it was interesting that he transitioned from linebacker to safety. Uh, seems very versatile. Uh, but yeah, athletic athletic back the defensive back. We'll see what happens. I unless injuries happen, I don't see him starting. Uh, but right, yeah, explosive player, athletic, absolutely. But, that rounds out the draft. I so I think uh the Colts did well with what they had. 100%. But still, you could have had a first round pick this year. Man, I know. If it wasn't for drum roll please. Carson Wentz. Yeah. And I think I read something today that they were planning on even if we beat the Jaguars last year. Carson Wentz was still gone. He was out the door, which is crazy. You know, it, I know. <laughs> I, mean, I, know it, uh, I, I said from the beginning. I, I said uh, it did. over did. and over and over. I said I, I, I know that you was you was sick option, to your stomach over that. Pick. Man, I couldn't get over it. <laughs> but and, I, I said I don't know. He, he, he does have upside. Carson Wentz, when he's he, playing at his game, he's he can be like top seven potential and and listen i agree i think that he has the upside but i think the biggest problem that we ran into this year you know was frank wright was trying to make him that guy he wanted him to be the quarterback he was when they were together in philly and it doesn't work like that you know and we can't sit here and act like he carson had a great what was that 20 years at 2016 they won 2017 i think it was 2016 when they won super bowl i know he wasn't in the super bowl at that time but he had a great season took him there yeah but you have to remember dude when you get hit as many times as he did you are afraid. Like there, there's no doubt about it. And I feel like it showed this year. There were so many times when I was watching the game at home or at a game, I'll watch him and and the, there was not the pocket wasn't collapsing at all, but he was already like bouncing, 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 trying to trying to figure out what to do. And it's just like you have to take a step back. But we can't act like we know how he feels in that situation because when he his last season before he got hurt with the Eagles, I think he was on pace to get sacked like sixty or seventy times. And he was only he only played what a couple games that season so you can imagine like it's, it's hard to build that trust in in the Colts for what it's worth we had it we had a good o-line you know so it, it, yeah we, we can't we can't we can't pretend that that didn't play a factor and it's hard too when you know you're supposed to be the guy but the guy who's five yards behind you in the backfield is truly that guy and you know that's it's it's a hard thing to accept sometimes especially at the quarterback role where you always know that your quarterback is typically your leader. We look at all these great teams. Brady, Brady was the guy. Matt Ryan was the guy. Um, Mahomes was the guy. They have all these playmakers around them, but it still boils down to that quarterback is the guy. Only team I say that has that doesn't have the quarterback is that guy that off the top of my head I can think of are the Titans. And we're not gonna talk too much on the Titans because we know how we all feel about them. Yeah, the we, AFC we South. gotta stop. We gotta stop talking talking about Carson Wentz. We could do a whole fucking episode. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Fucking episode about that. So um We'll wrap it up. We'll, we'll just, stop that. We'll just yeah, we'll wrap it up there. I, I think uh overall, you know, with, with what the Colts had, they did a pretty good job. I agree. You know, just from a draft perspective, don't know how they'll turn out. 
but I think they they fit what they needed, uh, the positions of need. Uh, so I'd give it, you know, a, an A, B plus. You know? Yeah, I I would agree with that, and I'm I'm telling you, man, you know, only B plus because we didn't have the first round pick. Yeah, so. of hundred percent. If we'd have had that, I think we'd have been a much better shape. And you know, like you said, as as a as a former Olan guy, I love to see that we get tight ends and and tackles out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love the defense too. Don't don't get me wrong, but I get excited to see these guys, especially when we get these freak of natures like Wood, uh, Jelani Woods. Man, it's just. I can't wait to see him in person. It's going to be insane how big he is. I know. We got uh about what? 4 more months still football? Yes, sir. It's going to be it's going to be great and we're going to be potting all the way there. Um I want to thank everyone for tuning in to our first episode of Colts yes, Cast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh we'll be releasing episodes every Monday and Friday morning. Uh go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Um also, again, please be sure to follow our Twitter page. Uh, that's going to be at the Colts cast. Um, and we'll be back here on Monday to give you a breakdown of, well, can't tell you that. Gotta wait you'll to see when out. the episode, yep, you'll see when the episode comes out. Alrighty. We are out. Y'all have a good day. Have a good one, we'll guys. See. We'll see you later.